TGI Friday, and wow, (laughs) are we ever into some days of our lives right now. Thomas Miller on the Fun Astrology Podcast, glad you are here. We have a lot to talk about today. And one of the things that I wanted to be sure to mention right off the top is make sure you put on your agenda now tonight, tomorrow, Sunday, and Monday to go out to the sky in the evening. And look, it's right after sunset. That hour after sunset is basically the best time. Kind of lower in the western sky and lowering. Now, where I am in Florida, it's gone by 7.30. Gone. If you have a telescope, even a small one, just point it up there and see what you can see. You might see the moons. And if you have some binoculars, take those. But you want to make sure that you see this with your eye. And it's been cloudy around here where I am, so I don't know. I'm looking at all kinds of directions of I will go where I need to go. (laughs) It's like if I have to do a road trip over this weekend, I am going to put my little eyes on this amazing event in the sky because this is absolutely huge. And while we're talking about this energy, could I ask if if some of you uh, who have not commented on iTunes, you know, iTunes is the driver of these podcasts. And if you have not commented and if you like the podcast, comment in iTunes. If you have something that you'd rather speak to me personally about, why I'd appreciate it if you would just send me an email, info at funastrology.com. But see, and maybe you'll have something in your life that would be similar to that. But if you think about Jupiter and Saturn, the new age, the air of Aquarius that we've been talking about the last couple of days, and the expansion of Jupiter, well, your comments landing over this weekend would not only be greatly appreciated, but they probably would have some kind of an expansive effect. Now, there's one other caveat, and I'm going to go ahead and put it up front, and there is a political element to what we're going to talk about today. I want to set the stage before I tell you what that political element is, and it's not going to be a political perspective. I'm going to look at political history, particularly around presidents of the United States. There's a direct correlation with presidents of the United States and with what is going to be happening tomorrow, which is Jupiter moving into Aquarius. But I'm being very respectful here and realizing that this is a very sensitive subject that a lot of people don't want to hear. So I'm going to do all the groundwork, and then if that's something that probably is best just set aside, I'll tell you when to jump off. So tomorrow at 7.36 a.m. Eastern Time, Jupiter ingresses Aquarius. And, of course, this sets up Monday's grand conjunction between Jupiter and Saturn, what you can see in the sky, and will be able to, through the weekend, just get away from the clouds. Some are saying this was the star over Bethlehem. I don't know. We didn't have Facebook back then, so how could we know? (laughs) But, you know, the configuration was... Uh, was present during a broad, probably, what was it, 10-year period around the dated birth of Jesus. Now, I haven't studied that one, so I don't know, but it is. this is a big deal, and it is a big era-shifting deal. Now, here's what's interesting. So I've done the same thing that I did 
that we've talked about over the last two days and went back into history to see when Jupiter was in Aquarius. All right, you ready? Let's roll. 2009, summer of 2009. Well, that was about the end of the last big recession in the United States. So we were starting to come out of it. January 1997, time before that. See, these are 12-year cycles. 09, 97, 1985, 1973. We're going to come back and talk about that in a minute. November 1961. That one was interesting because that was the last time that Jupiter and Saturn were both in Aquarius. They lasted in Aquarius together from January through March, the beginning of January to the end of March. We have them together for about five months this time, so a little longer this time. And then I'm going to leapfrog. We have them every 12 years going back, but I'm going to leapfrog back to 1903 because that was the other significant time that Jupiter and Saturn were in there together. So see, there's a 60-year cycle, and they were together for two months in 1903. So two months in 1903, three months in 1962, and about five months in 2020-21. Here are the technicals. Again, this happens about every 12 years, and Jupiter moves fast, as you've just heard. In those other examples, it outruns Saturn in a matter of months. This time it does as well, just five instead of three or two. Now, what's going to happen is it moves in tomorrow, but it moves really fast. So by May 13th, it's into Pisces. Whoa, what happened? No, hang on. (laughs) Remember the retrogrades. So it dances in Pisces, turns retrograde, comes back into Aquarius July 28th where it stays all the way until December 28th. Yes, some of the transit will be in retrograde. All right, so what do we look for? Well, the classics, the textbooks, the cookie cutters would be things like expansion of the mind, a search for freedom, the value of individuality. And you could look for things like we've kind of been talking about this week, expansions in technology, in medicine, certainly the global communication network, including the Internet. Also in human freedoms, some of the movements that we've been seeing already, individual rights. And that's a direct correlation to what we're going to talk about in just a minute. For you, look at where Aquarius is in your chart. That is where these two planets will be, Jupiter and Saturn. Obviously, you have to look at the fixed qualities. So what are the fixed signs? Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius. And interestingly, when we talk about the qualities, those are on square and opposition aspects, by the way. So on one side is Scorpio to Aquarius. On the other side is Taurus to Aquarius. And opposite Aquarius is Leo. Now, that's the cookie cutter. And this is also where we need to turn the corner because we're going to go back and hash through a couple of these times when they historically they've been together. And this would be a great time to say that if, you know, if you just don't uh, and I'm not going to go into any political stuff, but I am going to mention some stuff that is not far off from what uh, some people took offense to a couple of, you know, a month or so ago. 
And I'm not inviting emails around this, okay? (laughs) It's like, I'm sorry. I'm just going to say what has historically happened. And if that's something that might trigger something, let's just keep it high energy. Let's really keep it high energy. It's not that big of a deal. And I'll see you on Monday, okay? Plenty of time. (laughs) Turn it off. So here's the correlation as I was putting this together. So we've got this 60-year recurrence of when Jupiter and Saturn are in there together. That takes us back to 1961. Now, that was April of 1961, and that was sandwiched in between two big international stand-down crises, the Bay of Pigs in 1961 and the Cuban Missile Crisis in 1962. Then, of course, in 1963, John F. Kennedy was assassinated, and that led us into the 1960s. Huge cultural shifts, massive protests against the establishment. Rosa Parks down in Montgomery, Alabama, saying, no, I'm not going into the back of the bus anymore, which by 1964 had led to landmark new legislation protecting civil rights. And I know I'm sensitive to our international listeners, and this has a United States flavor to it. But, of course, that's the history of where I live and where I grew up and many of these things I remember. And yet we can find other events, many other events all over the world that also fit this energy. I wish we could elaborate sometimes and and extend this to other geographic areas. But realize I'm thinking of you, all right? I've just got this history in front of me. And then when we go back to 1903... I looked up who was president in 1903. That was Teddy Roosevelt. Interestingly, he became president. He was vice president and became president in 1901 after the assassination of William McKinley. So back to 1903, we had Jupiter and Saturn in Aquarius for two months, and we had a president assassinated. The next time that they appeared together for three months in 1962... Within a year and a half later, we had another president assassinated. Jupiter was in Aquarius by itself in February of 1973, and the next year is when Richard Nixon resigned. And then Jupiter was in Aquarius by itself in January of 1997, and by December 1998, the impeachment of Bill Clinton. So there is definitely a historical correlation to presidents of the United States. I found that to be very interesting, and I'm not going to go any further with that conversation. You can take the interpretation piece and run with that wherever your intuitive connection to that information may lead. The other thing that has been so interesting is I've had so many different pieces of information coming over the last several days from people who have been having these wow experiences. Vivid dreams, that seems to be the big one. Also, as I mentioned, hearing about vision changes, technology glitching or otherwise being affected, computers, phones, etc., and heightened emotions, some ethereal and some angst. So I think we're just feeling a spectrum, a wide spectrum of emotions around this. Oh, wow. Can you believe these times? This is just absolutely amazing and to be looking at the sky together with you every morning has been a pleasure and a privilege the big one is monday 
Unless I get inspired to do something over the weekend around it, I'll take a look at how much information I can pull together that's worthy of note. And we'll either be back with a special over the weekend or see you on Monday. Have a good one. Bye-bye. 